Praise God, bro. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. Hey, what's going on, Huda Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones. And yes, I am the host of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. Uh, Shouts out to everybody that's here right now. Uh, Shouts out to everybody that's listening, no matter where you are, wherever you may be. Um, I'm back. (laughs) And uh, it's been a while since I did a show um, for those that uh, may not have been following. I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, but on this edition, we're going to be talking a little bit about the return, not just of me, but uh, a New Orleans Saint that uh, a lot of people are a fan of, uh, tight end Jimmy Graham. Uh, Jimmy Graham uh, on today, if you're watching this on a Tuesday, Jimmy Graham signed a one-year deal with the New Orleans Saints. I want to believe that Jimmy Graham is about 37 years old. Uh, I think we're around the same age. Uh, Jimmy Graham uh, is a um, was a really good New Orleans Saints tight end. Uh, he was talented. Um, a lot of people were very, very upset when he decided to leave, um, you know, when he got traded uh, to the Seattle Seahawks. But, you know, the Saints end up getting Max Unger, uh, you know, in return. Uh, they also got Stefan Anthony. But you know, that's another story for another day. Um but Jimmy Graham uh, returns back to the New Orleans Saints. And, you know, you have so many people out there that are excited about that. Um, I'm going to stay on brand. I'm going to stay on brand. Anybody that follows the State of the Saints podcast already knows I'm not that big of a fan of Jimmy Graham. I'm not. I- I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are excited about this. We're big on nostalgia. We're big on returns. We're big on those type of things. But just not a fan. Um Yes, Jimmy Graham was talented for the New Orleans Saints. Yes, Jimmy Graham put up monster numbers. But I think in reality, Jimmy Graham got full of himself. Seriously, I think he got full of himself and he thought that it wasn't the system that made him as, you know, the the, the talented tight end that he was. I think he thought it was him. And of course, we all know about the contract negotiation where, he wanted to be paid like a wide receiver, even though he was a tight end. Thus, the Saints end up trading him to the Seahawks, and he can never really live up to the expectations. He had some really solid seasons, a couple of Pro Bowl seasons, uh, you know, with the Seahawks. I want to say not the first year he was there, but the second year. But he never really panned out to be that top tight end or, you know, being that legendary tight end. Like he was in a conversation with Gronk with the New Orleans Saints. With the Seahawks, he was just another guy. He was a jag. And then he moved around the league, played for the Packers, played for the Bears. We all know about the game in the playoffs where he caught the touchdown and ran out the tunnel. But, you know, 
I'm just not that big of a fan of Jimmy Graham. Do what do I think he'll bring to the team? I think he'll bring a, a level of a mentorship. Um, I don't expect for him to go out there, go for a thousand yards, seven hundred yards, anything like that. And this may sound controversial in itself. I'll be shocked if Jimmy Graham actually makes the active roster. Like based on what the New Orleans Saints have on the roster with Foster Morrow, with Jawan Johnson, with Lucas Crowell seems like he's developing. I, I it would be hard for me to see Jimmy Graham like a, as a tight end. Cause at this stage of Jimmy Graham's career, all three guys that I named to me are better than Jimmy Graham. I seriously, I was never a big fan of Jimmy Graham. I respected his game to a certain extent. I do feel like in certain ways he was a little bit soft when he went up against aggressive cornerbacks. One game in particular was with Aqib Tlaib when he played against the, the when he played against the Patriots. I'm talking Jimmy Graham. Just not a fan, folks. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and sugarcoat it. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm just not that big of a fan of Jimmy Graham. But I mean, if you're into nostalgia, it's good to see him back. Um, I think that he'll bring a level of leadership to the team. But to be quite honest, which I'll be shocked if Jimmy Graham is on his roster uh, competing, contributing, unless somebody goes down in training camp. Like, that's the only way I see Jimmy Graham making this squad as a member of the active roster, going out there doing his thing because the young bucks of the New Orleans Saints tight end room are better than Jimmy Graham at this point. Sorry. Sorry if I'm making some people upset. But not really. Not really. I'm not sorry because that's the way I feel. <laughs> Let me go ahead and uh, read some of your comments here and uh, we'll go from there. Same old, same old. Ain't nothing changed with that. Uh, what he going to do is the question. Is he going to back up Johnson and Hill? He not backing up anybody, in my opinion. Seriously. Um, Jimmy Graham is washed, in my opinion. Um, Jimmy Graham hasn't really done anything like over the last couple of years, like besides have a name. Like, and, like I'm, I'm not even being facetious when I say this. I'm about to pull up his stats. Seriously. Like, I don't understand what, what the excitement is all about. Like, this dude about to come out here and, and resurrect himself and be 2012 Jimmy Graham. I, um, I'm looking at these stats right now. Nothing eye-popping in my, my humble opinion. Um, let me go ahead and look at some of his stats, of what he did last season. Um, let me see, in 2021 for the Chicago Bears. Uh, he had he played in six games. He started six games. He had uh, 23 targets, uh, 14 receptions for 167 yards and three touchdowns. And let me see. He played in 15 games. So in 15 games, this dude had 14 receptions for 167 yards. Uh, let's see. We can go back a year before that with Chicago. He had 50 receptions for 456 and eight touchdowns. So, I mean, what are we excited about? I mean, what what are we what are we drawing parades about? And what are we doing all these crazy things and throwing our hands in the air like, oh my God, Jimmy Graham back? What has he done? Jimmy Graham hasn't done a, a damn thing in like three years. Seriously. Uh let's see, Roderick. Uh, thank you very much for the five dollars. Said this is our boy TJ Jones back at it again with another episode of the State of the Saints podcast. Welcome back. Roderick, thank you very much, man. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Um, and uh, I appreciate y'all being here. But once again, man, this ain't one of them shows like where, you know, I'm about to blow smoke up your behind talking about Jimmy Graham. Like, I've never been a fan. I've never been that big of a fan of Jimmy Graham at all. Like, seriously. Like, he he was dominant. He was dominant one year 
where I want to say him and Rob Gronkowski, they were like going back and forth uh, with the tight end uh, yardage record. And I think Jimmy Graham had it for about three hours. And then Rob Gronkowski had to play in the three o'clock game and he broke the record by like 12 yards. They both had like monster touchdowns. I want to say Jimmy had like 14 and Gronk had like 16. I mean, they, they it was like one year where Jimmy Graham was probably in the conversation having a cup of tea about being the best tight end. And then after that, when he went to Seattle and he realized everybody realized that, you know, he wasn't that good of a blocker and he goes to a team that was run dominant. He could barely even get on the field. I mean, most of the time when Seattle used him, it was in goal line situations. Now, if you're saying the Saints can line him up in a goal line situation for a 50-50 ball, well, he's still six foot seven. But if you're looking for Jimmy Graham to go out here and can keep converting on third downs like he did in 2012, ah, you're wasting your time. And I may not be telling you something that you want to hear, but it's the truth. What's happening, TJ? This is the best birthday gift ever. I'm glad you're back. Thank you, Jules. I appreciate that, man. Uh, let's see. Live in Atlanta from Louisiana. 100% who that forever. Appreciate that, man. Thank you for tuning in. Says, I was happy to see him back, but that was the first thing I thought. What in the world is he going to be doing? I don't see anything. He, like, seriously, I maybe maybe you do, okay? And I'm not here to hold up everybody. We're going to get into some sound bites. And stuff like that as the as the show goes on. I'm probably going to go ahead and just open up the phone lines. I know some people probably have something to say in regards to this. Feel free. Feel free. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm not I I I see three tight ends. If you count some four tight ends, that I would I feel like that at this stage, not to say that Jimmy Graham wasn't talented, right? I'm not saying that. I wasn't a fan of Jimmy. But I mean, you got to call a spade a spade. Like, this dude is 37 years old. Um, he's had some injuries. Um, and he he isn't the guy that he was coming out of the University of Miami. And Sean Payton and Drew Brees turned into a, a, a dominant tight end. And I'm saying Drew Brees and Sean Payton, and I, I say that with so much conviction because he didn't do or he was unable to replicate what he did anywhere else right he was he wasn't able to do it like even when he was in green bay like you had aaron Rodgers, and you still couldn't really put up any monster numbers so that's the way i look at it not a fan all right we're gonna go with that eric how you doing man hey doing buddy hey how you doing man uh thanks for calling in uh what you got for us well as a seahawks fan i definitely remember jimmy graham well yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think about him in Seattle? I mean, because when I think about the trade, I mean, Max Unger was a really good center, and he yeah. was really, really dominant yeah. with the New Orleans Saints. And then you end up getting Jimmy Graham, and I'm pretty sure a lot of Seahawks fans probably thought at that time they was going to get, you know, New Orleans Saints dominant Jimmy Graham, but it didn't really pan out that way. For the exception of maybe like think maybe one year we had a dominant year. Yeah, I mean. I think he got injured a lot too. Yeah. 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 The Achilles injury. Yeah. The Achilles injury that he had, I want to say his first year. And then, like I said, the second year, I want to say he had like double digit touchdowns. And then after that, like I said, he he can never like replicate, um, you know, what he, what he can do. And I, I, maybe the injuries were the main reasons why he 
couldn't keep up with the Gronks, couldn't keep up with the emerging Travis Kelsey's of the world. I, I don't know. But yeah. what are your thoughts on Jimmy Graham coming to the New Orleans Saints? What do you think about that? Um, well, I because he started his career. Now he started his career with you guys, right? Right, right. He started his career. I think he was maybe a fourth round draft pick out of the University of Miami. Yep. He was mostly like a project, Eric. He was more of a guy who played basketball. And, you know, of course, you know, that was kind of the trend, right? You got the Tony Gonzalez's, the Antonio oh, yeah. Gates, guys that play at a high level in collegiate uh, basketball, and they get opportunities in the NFL and become successful. I mean, Jimmy Graham, I mean, his career was is nothing to sneeze at, to be honest with you. But I just think that when the Saints signed him, he was more of a project. And the, the mastermind and the, the offensive genius that Sean Payton was, along with Drew Brees pulling the strings there, you know, I just think that uh, it was a great combination for Jimmy to be successful. After that, yeah. I just haven't, I just didn't see it. I just didn't see dominant. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, all in all, I mean, well, since you're on here and you're a Seahawks fan, what, what do you think about your Seattle Seahawks? Uh, you know, Geno Smith. Uh, you know, he they, they signed him to a deal. Uh, right. man, you got some talented players out there. You you got uh, and Smith and Jigba adding on to with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So, what do you oh, think man. you guys are going to do this year? Well, I'm hoping that we do pretty well this year. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, I was really surprised about Gino last year. I was thinking yeah. for sure that if we had one of the top picks, I mean, it would be it would definitely be a quarterback. Right. Because there's no – I mean, because Gino has not proven anything. Right. He, yeah. He pretty much proved it that first game against Russell what exactly he could do. And that right. was – a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he had a really good season. And, um, you know, I'm glad that the Seahawks signed him. But, uh, but, of course, you know, I feel like this gives the Seahawks an opportunity as as well, Eric, um, you know, to focus on Geno. And if it doesn't pan out, if it was just like a one-year wonder, you're not you, – you can get a quarterback of the future because this upcoming draft, there are so many talented quarterbacks that are coming into the coming into the NFL that I feel like you can choose from. So, man, I ain't yeah. got anything against the Seahawks. I like them. I, I think that uh, the fan base of the Seahawks are kind of similar to that of the Saints, working class people who just enjoy uh, their favorite team. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but yeah, go ahead, I, man. I don't really go down to the games much mm -hmm. because um, I get tickets out here like. Over eighty dollars all the time, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of money. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I understand that, man. But hey, man, you can still uh, be the twelfth man at home, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, hey, appreciate you uh, calling in. Uh, call back right, anytime, buddy. man. You can call back, talk a little bit about the Seahawks, man. Right, yeah, but good luck to you all this season, man. It should be an uh, interesting NFC West uh, race. A lot of teams got better, and uh. You know, you all made the playoffs last year, so I guarantee you want to go a little further. So, Eric, yep. thank you so much, man. Appreciate the call. No problem, buddy. All right, take care. Thank right. you, too. All right. Yeah, man, shouts out to Eric, man. If you're a fan, if you're a fan of other teams, like, feel free to call in. I mean, we, we are pretty well-rounded here on the State of the Saints podcast. We focus on the Saints, but, I mean, we also focus on the NFL as well. So, if you have something to say, maybe you're not a fan of the New Orleans Saints. So, you know, but – you know, I appreciate you all for checking it out. Uh, before I get back into the calls, I want to go ahead and play uh, a, a sound bite. I, I'll start uh, with this one, and then we'll uh, play the other ones as the show progresses. 
and I apologize if I'm looking down because I'm actually looking at the uh, my laptop, so trying to follow that. So I apologize if I'm not staring directly at the camera all the time. All right. So, but anyway, um, I got a couple clips here that I want to play. Uh, both, uh, uh, well, the clips that we have uh, are from Dennis Allen and also uh, General Manager Mickey Loomis. Like the first one. Now, the first one that I'm going to play is uh, DA um, discussing. Uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, Michael Thomas, of course, is a hot topic. You know, a lot of people are still concerned about the ankle. Uh, we've done shows in the past uh, talking about Michael Thomas. Uh, shouts out to Dr. Jesse Moyes, a good friend of mine who comes on the show uh, quite often to give us like injury reports that help us to fully understand the severity of the injuries, how long it would take in order for guys to get back to themselves. But Michael Thomas uh, is a guy who has had, a, man, I don't want to say a little, he's had some bad luck over the last three seasons. But the question on everyone's mind is, will Michael Thomas be available? And, and Dennis Allen wastes no time in the press conference to uh, answer the question. Yeah, our expectation is that Mike's going to be a full participant. Look, he came in um, last Thursday, um, did his physical, went through the conditioning test, looked great, uh, moved around awesome. He's in good shape. Um, and so, uh, yeah, our expectation is that Mike will be a full participant. Full participant, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's what Mike said he was going to do when he left out of here in the spring. And generally, when Mike sets his mind to something, he, he he gets it done. Nobody is questioning Michael Thomas' ability or Michael Thomas's ability to be a great wide receiver. When a guy is healthy, he is a top five wide receiver. I say that with my whole chest and I say it very confidently because it's the truth. We all know how talented this guy is. That's not a question. The argument that has been going on around the Houdet Nation for the last three seasons has to do with Michael Thomas's availability, which is causing a lot of members of the Houdet Nation to want the Saints to take certain drastic measures when it comes to Michael Thomas. This is the year I honestly feel that Michael Thomas is going to be able to put it all together and remind the NFL how talented he is. He was almost there. Like, week one, week two, he looked like Michael Thomas back in 2019, right? He was he, – he took over in that fourth quarter, and he became the wide receiver that the Saints needed. Now, imagine if he would have played the entire season. I think a couple wins would have been added to the New Orleans Saints – record if he was out there you know but you had a lot of guys who end up coming on late but these guys had to learn how to be professionals but the problem was you had a lot of guys who they probably had to learn from was on the sidelines right and it's hard for you to tell a young whippersnapper if you will um how he needs to approach the game if you too busy trying to get re rehab like you had Jarvis Landry uh, you had Michael Thomas. A lot of these guys who were seasoned veterans, they just couldn't stay on the field. But um, I think Michael Thomas, it, this is the year that he's going to put it all together, in my opinion. All right, but let's go ahead and go back to the phone lines. We'll go to Jerry. Jerry, how you doing, man? Welcome back, TJ Jones. Welcome back, my brother. How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing just fine, man. Thank you so much for man, calling in, man. And I, I appreciate that, man. It's, it's good to be back. I'm excited. Uh, I'm, I'm recharged and I'm man, looking forward to this season, man. It's the sixth year of the State of the Saints podcast. 
And I think this is going to be the best season uh, that we've had, man. But thank you, Jerry, for calling in. But what you got for us, man? Uh, no problem, TJ. I mean, I was looking at your uh, last few shorts, man, and uh, I understand what you've been going through, but uh, just letting you know I'm thinking about you and I was praying for you and the family. So hope all is well man. right now. Yeah, I appreciate that, and man. I did, and I did, and I did see the, uh, the <laughs> I did see the uh, the short from Monday night mm -hmm. of the return of the host <laughs> of the State of the Saints podcast. I'm just happy. I'm just happy that you're back. I mean, yeah, man, shout out you, to man. all the uh, the the, the uh, Saint channels that I go to. They've been because they've been carrying the load since you've yeah, been gone. Yeah, man. Shout, shout out to them, man. They they do outstanding job, man, on every channel. And shout out to them. You know, putting in that work. Yes, sir. But uh, I want to talk about a few things about. I mean, well, first off, before I get to the Jimmy Graham talk and the um, and the um, Trey Turner signing and the uh, Max mm -hmm. Garcia signing, right? Th your thoughts? What are your thoughts on uh, the Royal Glover coming in as the guest assistant coach for the Saints? I mean, like for the preseason. Look, I, I think that any time that you have a guy who has played at a high level, uh, any guy that can actually be able to uh, instill a, a bit of knowledge to the younger uh, core group of a team, I think it's a plus. Uh, we Man, look, I, I know some uh, Saints fans, uh, you're probably young and you don't remember Leroy Glover um, being a part of I the do. New Orleans Saints, uh, but him alongside Joe Johnson and mm -hmm. Norman Hayne, I mean, these guys were like they were really good, like really talented. They're like they were. It was during the time where you know Aaron Brooks was the quarterback. They probably had yeah. like their most successful season was the year where the Saints won their first playoff game against the Rams. Mm -hmm. Joe Johnson had double digit sacks. Leroy Glover had double digit sacks. I want to say Norman Hand didn't have double digit sacks, but he was like you know a, a really a force in the middle. And um, the Saints were a dominant defense under Jim Haslam, man, and it had a lot Absolutely. to do with Leroy Glover. Absolutely. But and, and Leroy Glover could have been one of those guys, in my opinion. Um, I know Cam Jordan is number 94, but Cam Jordan would have been the other 94. Like, that's how good Leroy Glover was. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. he was that talent. Well, was he number 94? No, he's number 97. 97. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Not number 97. Well, anyway. Yeah, but I, I had a good point. Up there man. in the like, somewhere, so. Yeah, but anyway, look, let me backtrack. But regardless, like, when we – the way we look at Cam Jordan, like, Leroy, mm. we would have looked at Leroy Glover the same exact way. Right. The only reason why this guy ended up leaving, I think he ended up going to the Cowboys, if I'm mm. not mistaken. He went to the Cowboys. is because yeah, I think so. Tom Benson, God bless his soul, was cheap as hell back in the days. Like, before, oh, wow. like – before he started getting older and he started like just throwing his money around and making it rain left, right, and all up in mm -hmm. Canton where you got a stadium named after you. This dude was cheap as hell, right? You had <laughs> he allowed One big Joe Johnson, <laughs> he allowed Joe Johnson, Leroy Glover, Sammy Knight mm -mm. all to leave. And those My were Lord. like the your three anchors on the defensive side of the football. But yeah. you know, but hey. It is it what it is. is. I, I like yeah. it. I, I like it. I like it, Jerry. I like the fact that he's coming in, man. He's a knowledgeable guy, and I think he'll be able to add something there. Oh yeah, he's gonna add more flavor to that to that defense, the defensive yeah. lineman. Yeah, so that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big boost because he was one of them. Yeah. Now, uh, now moving on to these these three signings that we got. First off, right. I love the uh, the trade Turner uh, signing. We got that this earlier this, earlier today, but then I was 
and then also uh, Max mm. Garcia, which is which is <laughs> which is a big which is a big pickup right there. Right. But but the but but the main one that shocked me and like everybody else, shouts out to everybody in the chat. What shocked me and everybody else hmm. was the return of Jimmy Graham. Yeah. That yeah. I, 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 and I was looking at some. I said, oh "Wait a minute!" My God. Oh my God! Hey man, we look, man, we got. Hey man, we got some. We got some sound bites over here now, man. Got some new sound yeah, bites. Yeah, we, yeah, we got some, man. So we we gonna be having some fun this season. But anyway, oh. man, go ahead. Yeah, but go ahead. I I, I think that was I, everybody's I expression, that. right? See, that's why that's why I'm so happy that you're back, TJ. Man. That's why I'm happy that you're back, bro. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, uh what that what really shocked me when uh Jimmy Graham was signed back with the size. I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Mm -hmm. Are you mean is this legit? Right. And when I looked at it. Hey, hey, thank God I still have my Jimmy Graham jersey because I wore, wore the, uh, the choir practice earlier. At the <laughs> so, 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 I, so, I, so I had to bring it out. <laughs> it, it, it used to be it used to be a throwback. It was like when Reggie Bush left and then they got Raphael Bush and everybody was mm -hmm. wearing, <laughs> mm -hmm. everybody wearing a 25 Bush proud talking about they got a Raphael Bush jersey. No, no, no. But look, <laughs> Jimmy Graham was a throwback. Now, you know, now it, it's, a, it's official now, man. But Look, yeah. I, like I said, man, if you're into nostalgia and, and you're into that, I, I just wasn't. I'm sorry, Jerry. I, I just wasn't I that big of a Jimmy Graham fan. Like, I like I, I respect his game. I think that he was talented. But there were a lot of games where I just feel like he just got pumped. And when he went yeah. up against, like, stiffer, tougher competition, man, and I just feel like a lot of guys, like, start bullying him and stuff like that, start right. talking, getting into his head. And uh, you know, that's, uh, there's a reason why I call him the nickname Jimmy Graham Cracker. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, he crumbled yeah. under, come to, crumbled under yeah, pressure from that. time to time. But like I said, but he was dominant. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I really felt like uh, he got like the David Ruffin complex. You know what I'm saying? Like when yeah. David they, they told David Ruffin to come to the piano and sing "My Girl," and then all of a sudden he's rolling up with the Rolls Royce. I feel like it's the same way mm -hmm. with Jimmy. Jimmy. Got these big numbers and stuff, but he didn't realize that, like, the reason why you're getting this is because the offensive scheme that Sean Payne was drawing up for you and Drew Brees was your quarterback. But mm -hmm. I digress. But yeah, but but I, but I tell you what, that's that's gonna add more flavor to that to the red zone because you know the Saints been struggling with red zone uh issues, you know, every right. time that they try to get to like the 15 or the 20 yard line in the red zone, mm -hmm. you know, everybody be. Like like you said, everybody trying to bully these guys, but but you know, yeah. but think about it. But think about that tight end position that you got, dude. You got Juwan Johnson. You oh got Foster Moreau. God. Yeah, you got you got Foster Moreau. Oh my God, bro! You got and then you got the addition of Jimmy Graham. Oh my God, it's yeah, going to be crazy. <laughs> None of these guys on the offensive defense will hold these guys, CJ. Yeah, and you and you got to count Taysom Hill too, man, who can play tight end as well. Yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is, it to me, based on what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing um, from the team, it's gonna be tough for this dude to hit the field. Like we didn't even, you didn't even mention Lucas Crawl, who has yeah. gotten better as a blocker. He was mm -hmm. already ahead of schedule when it came to route running. 
So now you got him, you know what I'm saying? Like jockeying for position. It's going to be interesting to look at this tight end room, man. But I like what the Saints done. You know, you got to yeah. give credit where credit is due. You know, yeah, they, they are not leaving any stone left unturned. They're, they're willing to pack the team with talented guys and let it kind of mm-hmm. play itself out. And I got to respect that, man. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I, 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 I agree with you 100%, TJ, because I, I got news for all these 31 teams because uh, mm-hmm. this loaded – New Orleans Saints team that we got right now, mm-hmm. offense, defense, and special teams. Right. All, all I got, all I got to tell them is, look out, we coming. Yeah. That's yeah. all. I, that's all I'm saying. We coming. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm excited we about loaded, what this team is I'm excited about what this team is doing. Um, I can understand people's uh, excitement. I just want to see it get put together. Um, there was a sound bite. There was what I don't want to say it was a sound bite, but. Um, during Dennis Allen's interview, you know, they were talking a little bit about some of the injuries that they sustained and stuff like that, man. And man, it, it, this, this team definitely got some bad juju, man. Somebody got a, a, a chicken bone, you know what I'm saying? Buried underneath, like, you know, Oxford performance and or some, cause this team has had like some really bad luck when it comes to these injuries, man. I, I just mm-hmm. think that, man, it's time for like, maybe, I don't know the injury guys to be kind of, you know, more kinder to the New Orleans Saints and maybe they can get it together because on right. paper for the last couple of years, they were good. And for the short period of time, like you saw that if they was able to put it together and they had the right couple guys on the field at the same time, they can do it. But mm-hmm. man, they got to get it together. Hopefully, man, they, can, yeah, they, they can get this. They can put it together in order for them to be able to be successful, man. Well, you got anything else for us, Jerry? No, TJ, that's all I got. I just, I just want to say one more thing before I before I head out of here because I know another caller is getting ready to talk to you. So mm-hmm. I better go ahead and get this out the way. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back the host of the State of the Saints podcast, <laughs> TJ I'm going to drop one of Clues Bombs for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, hey, DJ, welcome back, man. I am so we, we are so happy that you're back. I appreciate that, We are so that, happy man. that you're back to talk uh, New Orleans Saints football, man. Yeah, hey, I appreciate that, man. It means a lot to me. You, you don't even know, man. I, I appreciate all the love and, and the support that people are showing me, you know, during the time I was away. I yeah. appreciate that, man. And I'm excited. Like I said, I'm excited to be back, man. I'm excited of to course. be back. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, like, man, just the, just the season and just the things on the horizon, not just for the podcast, but the Saints in general, man. Good, bad, and different, man. We still going to be talking about the Saints covering the team and having a lot of fun doing it. And, uh, absolutely. absolutely. And, and, Dol- yeah. and, Dol- and shout out to Dolph 17 and mm-hmm. legendary Coach Roger to keeping it real who that sports podcast. They did yeah. they. They did that thing uh uh live stream uh Monday night the uh little podcast Monday night mm-hmm. and I and uh just he just said uh he and Dolph seventeen said it best he said we family yeah all of us we yeah, are man. family yeah I mean that's the truth man over the years you have so many Saints fans who you know get on YouTube and you watch these shows and stuff like that and and, and in the chat. You develop a camaraderie, man, like a like a, a friendship, relationship, and it becomes a family. And you know, right. and it, it means a lot to me that so many people check out the show uh, and, and support 
uh, shows, you know, like Dolph and, and Big Q and Hoodie and, and so many others that, that work so hard to give. Yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on, man, of, of guys and, and, and ladies who work extremely hard to uh, put great content out there and give a perspective about their favorite team. And uh, thank you, man. I really do appreciate it, Jerry, man. Thank you for supporting the, the channel and thank you so much for supporting me over the years, man. Thank you. No, no problem, TJ. Just keep just keep doing what you're doing, what you what you love to do, Brian. Now we're gonna we're gonna talk again soon. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Call back anytime. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Much love to y'all. Love you all. There ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Football season is back. It's time to talk more Saints football. We're gonna run this thing this season. It's all just, dog just, around just, this mug. That's right. <laughs> don't, don't let these tears fool you. It's all, it's all dog, dog around this mug. <laughs> 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 hey man, hey, thank you so much, Jerry. Man, appreciate you the call. Yeah, you be blessed, man. Y'all have All a good night. All right, you too, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Drop one of clues bombs for Jerry. There it is. Oh yeah, we gonna have some fun this season. <laughs> we just get started. But uh, yeah, before we get to uh, chosen, let me go ahead and play the second sound bite of uh of Dennis Allen. Uh, this one is talking about the possible suspension of Alvin Kamara. Ooh. It's hard for me to say. I don't know that, um, and I'm not going to get into, you know, what could or couldn't couldn't happen. Um, we're, we're really basically um, we're expecting to have Alvin this year. Alvin's going to be a big part of what we do, um, and we're going to practice that way accordingly. And um, you know, we haven't heard anything from the league at all, uh, so. It's really kind of something that's out of out of our control, and so we're really not going to focus on that. We're just going to focus on getting better as a football team, and um, Alvin's going to be a big part of that. I, I don't think he's telling the truth. I'm, I'm going to just be 100 with y'all. I don't think he's telling the truth. He knows something. He knows something. He probably knows how it's going to go. I'm going to put everybody's mind at ease before we uh, get the chosen. The fact that they settled this thing out in court – and the fact that there were like no ramifications, uh, you, know, you know, any type of really true discipline action besides the, the community service. Um, I think there's a strong chance that Alvin Kamara may not be suspended at all. And if he does, I feel it's probably, probably not going to be no more than two games. Seriously. I, I, man... I don't believe Dennis Allen. I'm sorry. I, I think he knows something. Maybe he don't want to really just go and, you know, share that. But they know. They know. I, I don't believe. I don't. Uh, I, I at, at best, or at worst, I should say. At worst, I feel like he'll miss two games. Based on how things ended, how they settled it out, and, uh, you know, the community service, I think that at the at the worst, is two games. Anybody that's thinking four, six, or uh, ten games, um, you need to pass that that weed over here because you're smoking something for real. Like seriously, ain't no way in the world this dude about to get ten games, eight games, six games. So put your mind at ease. And then also, besides that, um, the fact even if he does miss some time, the Saints got some some really quality. Backup running backs, right? It's not like how it was last year where with Alvin Kamara and the whole show. You know what I mean? He was everything. He was the is all. He was the be all, right? Now you got some guys, you know, like Kendra Miller, the rookie out of TCU. You got 
you got Jamal Williams, you know what I'm saying? You got so many other guys that are on this team as well that can contribute, that can, you know, catch the ball out of backfield, running between the tackles. I ain't saying they're going to beat Alvin because there's only one, but you don't have that issue. But let's go ahead and move on. Let's go to Chosen. Chosen, how you doing, man? Where the hell have you been? <laughs> like, seriously, man. Like, shoot, before I even – before I even left, like you was, you was out, you know, you was out of commission, man. You doing all right? Yeah, man. I wanted to speak on that, man. And um, mm-hmm. shout out to everybody that reached out to me while I was out, man. And then I hear you was out when I finally was recovering from the accident. For y'all don't know, I was involved in a very, very life-threatening accident earlier in May. And um, my percentage, that percent of me making it out of that, bro. When I tell you I was every bit pinned down from the waist down on side of the highway in a big-ass box truck, 18-wheeler truck, bro. When I tell you ain't nobody but God that got me out of there, bro. That's first and foremost. He don't make no mistakes, bro. He don't make no No, mistakes, man. I I do. So I'll tell you, everybody, we all have a purpose. Let me get that out the way. I will get upset, but and get emotional, but it's all dog around this mud. Man, you already know, man. Yeah, it's all dog, man. Drop one of the clues bombs from my guy, Chosen. Chosen back in the building, God dog. It's good to see you back, man. So I understand what it's like, bro, dealing with dealing with mental, taking them back. And you always said one thing I always stuck to, bro, and I use my everyday life, what you told me. I mean, when you first started your podcast, you told me, you were saying, well, you told us, you were saying you would never just put no ish out of there. You would stop and you would shut this whole thing down before you half-ass and do anything. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's just a man being true to his word. You could have went on and but you would like you said you'd be doing a disservice to us and fans if you wouldn't give it your all. So if you needed that time away to come back and be a better version of yourself, that's what I always preach, man. Do what you gotta do to be the better version of yourself, bro. Like I'm glad that you was able to come back and you back, man. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm not gonna cap. These <laughs> You these 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 same podcasts been doing it, bro. But it ain't no place like home, baby. Man, hey, hey, man, <laughs> look, this, man, these boys, these boys out here talented, man. They they talented, yeah. but like you say, man, I look. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna get behind this microphone and just feed everybody BS. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, I I just can't do it. And I just realized that. I needed to step away to kind of recharge the batteries and put things into perspective. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm just glad. Honestly, I'm glad to see you, man. Because, I mean, I, I, I text you, I want to say, around the time it happened because I didn't hear from you. Right. And, um, man, I'm just glad you're I'm glad you doing okay, Appreciate man. God, it, man. And, 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 yeah, you know, man, God man. don't make mistakes, bro. He, right, he don't make mistakes. Man, and dealing mm. with, I'm recovering now. Um, has some uh, wear and tear on the vertebrae and the back and all that. Man, I'm good, man. Like I, I've come mm-hmm. a long way mentally. I'm, 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 I'm almost. I'll probably say I'm ninety percent mentally. I mean, you know, you still get that, you still get that shake up feeling when you're on a highway. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that was traumatic. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, being in a vehicle, man, and it's flipping three, four times, and you not knowing. What's going? It's 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 scary, bro. I'm not gonna sit up here and lie to y'all, bro. It's scary. So y'all buckle up. Y'all make sure y'all drive for yourself and other people, even though they was at fault. And the crazy part about it, TJ, they just kept on going. Can you believe mm. that, man, bro? Just left us there. Just left me and my, my car there. Just just my, to rot. But but God was there, man. And we back, yeah. man. We back. We better than that. It was football season. So to get into the Saints, man, I'm just it ain't too much I want to say, bro. Cause I know everybody got a lot to say. It's just. Football season around the corner, we can smell it. 
Uh, Jimmy Graham, glad to see him back. But come on, y'all. <laughs> like we we all know what that was about. That was just for nostalgia. Uh, that was just for nostalgia purposes. And um, yeah, if he if he go in and give us a little touchdown in the red zone, catch a little pass or two, we cool. But yeah, don't expect too much. We got two. That that the tight end room is too. And then they'll start the growth of the young guys coming, especially Juwan Johnson, because I think he right. gonna. Everybody having about who they break out. Yeah, I don't want to step on toes when nobody responds. But I think Juwan Johnson about to he about to set it off. But I just feel like he's one of those Wallace Kittles, those big names. I feel like he can do it. And last year, if he mm-hmm. would have had, you see what he did last year with with Andy Dalton for the most part. Right. You, you get this man somebody like Derek Carr, who's who's known for feeding that tight end. I see Juwan Johnson doing some things, bro. Like yeah, me too. Some things, bro. Yeah. And, and and the crazy part about it is it only gets better. Like, we, we got so much. It, it helps us out. We can never have too many good guys. We can never have too many competitors. It seemed like training camp going to be fun. I'm ready to see the. I'm ready to see this preseason game. That's crazy. Like, it's like <laughs> late last two years, bro. We've been anxious to see the preseason game because of the additions. Like, Dennis Allen starting to show, okay, all right, now you, 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 you a head coach now. Like last year, we understand you had to take your hammer down from Sean Payton, but this mm-hmm. this show crib now. You you running the show. So, and I want it to work because if it work out for him, my team look good. I'm gonna go ahead on him. I'm gonna root him. We got the we got the green light. We got a blank check. And I'm gonna leave you with this, TJ. Uh, I hope we able to sign that guy Yannick Nakuji Nakoji. Yannick, right. that's his name. I want mm-hmm. him. Bro. I see still a free agent, brother. Dude had nine and a half sacks last year, almost a hundred tackles, I believe. He got was getting pressure on the quarterback. I think he finished top half of the league with with getting pressure on quarterback. Why is this man still in the street, man? Because you don't want to go to training camp. That's why <laughs> a lot of these veterans, man, they reach a certain like uh you know age and you know like years in the NFL, and they don't want to go to training camp. You know, like I think Indomitian Sue said that last year, right? He was like I, I signed with a team. I'm signing out the training camp. So a lot of these dudes, like, they feel like they makes sense. They have what it takes, you know, like, man, you just put me anywhere, man. I'm going to go out there and eat, you know what I'm saying, because I'm hungry. But, you know, I, I think he's probably one of those guys. Like, I don't think it's an it's a injury issue. Uh, it's not a character issue. Anybody, everybody that talks about him talks about, you know, him in a glowing light. So I just think that it's probably one of them situations where you're probably going to see him after training camp or if somebody of some significance at that same position goes down for a team they'll probably sign him. but because i've seen him and dalvin cook and all these other guys like zeke everybody's still on the, these names that we used to seeing see mm-hmm. these guys, it's, it's kind of weird you know it's not saying that they can't play i mean these guys 28 29 and i know the shelf life on running backs is you know running backs got their own storyline going on in the nfl right now right. That's yeah, yeah yeah but it's just it's just crazy how time fly. These guys deserve to be on the team. So hopefully the Saints could could fill those spots with the rest of the money we got. And I'm just looking forward to a good year, man. Like I say, I'm still waiting to see it. Glad to have you back, bro. Yeah, appreciate and it, man. Coming back, I'm coming back. It's a good day for Saints Nation, bro. Especially the state of the Saints, bro. I'm back. I'm I'm, I'm back in the moderator position, y'all. We here, we ain't going nowhere. And uh, I'm looking forward to the season, man. I know we're gonna have a lot of fun, bro. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean. A lot of storylines going on, and um, it, it adds to it that everybody's optimistic about the team versus uh, being, you know, kind of down, especially like how the season ended, man. I mean, watching Sam Donald only throw for like 48 yards and, you know, like just watching these boys go out there and play like straight up trash in them ugly-ass combination uniforms they had, you know, like 
it just left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. You know what I'm saying? That they, they they whole uniform just screamed like, let's just get this over with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the, boy, the boys had that let's get this over with uniform on. Like <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, yeah, but you ever had to go outside and get the trash can, you know what I'm saying? You like, okay, I got two mismatched shoes, it's nighttime, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> okay, the white, <laughs> they go the Two mismatched socks on, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way they looked at that season, you know what I'm saying? With them ugly ass combinations on, they were like, Man, just get over with. Hey, man, the black pants they ain't dry this week, man. They shrunk, man. Oh, yeah, man, just put them white ones on. We did, <laughs> we ain't made the play out though. We ain't made the play out no way, man. Just throw something on. Just, just, just to show we from that team. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. But, look, hopefully it'll be a better season, though, Chosen, man. But it's already starting, man, because I got my guy in the building with me, man. Appreciate it, man. Much love to you. And, and thank you for chiming in, man. Uh, you too, man. Who that? Who that? Take care. Hey, man, for real. Them boys had that let's get the hell up out of here uniforms on. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Y'all y'all know them uniforms ugly. I some people like come on man like shouts out to like the like some of these reporters out here man y'all do a really good job but come on man y'all blowing smoke up a lot of people behind about them uniform man well they don't look too bad if you squint one eye like man miss me with all that man them uniforms were terrible right it were all, they were god awful they should never put that combination together ever again it, it honestly it just looked like somebody bleached the black pants and everybody was like okay let's just put these white ones on that, that, that's what it looked like but uh <laughs> back to the back to the sound bites and then we'll get the josh uh let's let's go with mickey loomis uh mickey loomis talked a little bit about the signing of jimmy graham which is the topic of uh this episode uh jimmy graham uh coming back to new orleans saints what was the thought behind it and um what did mickey loomis like about a 37 year old jimmy graham Oh, well, look, we talked about Jimmy last year um, a couple of times, and, and uh, you know, we've had some conversations about, about him in the past. We've actually, you know, there's been a couple of times in the past uh, uh, four or five years where when he became a free agent that we discussed uh, uh, bringing him back and had conversations with his agent, Jimmy Sexton. So um, it just, you know, it came down to a need and a, uh, on our part and a desire on his part to play this year. And, and uh, we got, a, 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 I think, a role that fits him and fits us and came together. So I'm excited about it. I, I am. Um, I think he brings a lot to the team, not just in terms of his play, although that's the number one reason he's here, is, is that, man, he can still play and bring something to our team. But... Uh, he also brings a presence and, and uh, a resume and a, um, um, I guess a, a, an attitude. That's probably the best way to describe it. That that uh, I like having on our team. Ah man, Why, listening to this dude, you know, shots. Uh, nothing against making loans, but uh, why? <laughs> why is he up there? Making <laughs> Lewis. Vicky Loomis, I want to say, is a lawyer by trade, and you can just see it, like, every time he at the podium. Like, he don't want to give you any type of information. You don't feel like, you know, he's he giving you everything, which I can understand. That's just kind of what Mickey is, but, man, I, 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 
the 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 individuals that ask Mickey Loomis questions, uh, God bless you, because uh, that's like trying to squeeze juice out of a turnip or something. Um, but let's go to Josh. Uh, Josh, how you doing, man? Hey, TJ. I haven't been able to do this in a long time, so I want to do this real quick. All right, what you got for, for those? For those of you who don't know, my name is Josh, and I am the fan of the State of the Saints podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, What's TJ, going on, Josh? Oh, go ahead. Nah, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. What you say? I got a bone to pick with you, man. Okay. What, what happened? You know, I sent you an email last week saying, man, I'm in the hospital, and the doctor says I'm going through State of the Saints withdrawals, and oh, only a podcast from TJ can save me, but you ignored me. So I died <laughs> last week, man. Nah, you did not save die, me. man. Hey, you you did not die. And honestly, um, as far as like with the the emails, I I wasn't the one checking the emails. <laughs> I I don't like I I got <clears throat> I stopped checking. Like I completely was out of pocket. Like seriously, like people told like they told me about the email. Um, the person that was they checked it for me. Um, but I wasn't like really doing anything like as far as on social media like that at all. You know, so I just, I just, I just needed to like get away from it. So I do apologize, yeah. man. No, but man, I'm messing I, with you. You know that. No, nah, I know, man. But you know, I want you to think that I, I don't care or anything like that, man. I, I really do, and I, I really appreciate that. And all the, all the people, you know, that that reached out, you know, what I'm saying like, like yourself and so many others, man, about the podcast. I appreciate it, man. It just, it means a lot to me. You know, what I'm saying it means a lot to me that, uh, that you all think of me that way, man. Man, I, I appreciate that. Well, what you, what you got for us, man? Well, you're going to speak at my my eulogy, right? My funeral Saturday. All right, man. Well, uh, hopefully, I don't, I, don't, I don't have to have any speeches, uh, you know, put together. You know, what I'm saying, no, um, <laughs> you'll be so, here. <laughs> Saints are signing Jimmy Graham, I guess. You know, for nostalgia purposes and stuff like that, right? Yeah, right. Um, hold on, there's something coming across my Saints feed right now. Holy crap! I guess the Saints just signed Joe Horn to a two-year deal. They're really going all in on this nostalgia stuff. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh Joe my Horn God. back with the Saints. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, some, somebody put up something funny uh, on Twitter, and I apologize I didn't get the person's name, but it was like, now nah, all we need is Lance Moore, Pierre Thomas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring that here, man. Right, for real. Like, Mr. Mr. Screen Game himself, man. Shouts out to Pierre Thomas, man. But, yeah, man, look. Um, I to me, this I'm is so another move to try to get the Saints fans on board, man. Like, seriously. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm i basically with you on Jimmy Graham. I looked at that, and I'm just like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. the only thing I can think of is, like, locker room leadership because he's mm -hmm. so he's been around the lead so long. Right. Um, but, I mean, what is he – you know, we're not really hurting at tight end per se. Right. And uh, we didn't really need another tight end. So, I don't know what this is. I, I looked at this, and I was just like, okay, this is – and I like, you know, I, you know, I, I appreciate what Jimmy Graham's done in the past and everything, but to me, this is just kind of a waste of money. Although it's not like really a ton of money, um, but I'm, I'm more excited about Trey. Man, Trey's going to add a lot to our team. Yeah, I mean, look, Trey, Trey uh, has been a, a solid guard in the league for quite some time. I mean, but to say like he about to come up in here and be, I don't know, uh, Jari Evans or something like that, I, I want people to understand. Hails to the no, but um, I, I do but feel alongside like, Ramshack, he's going to be pretty fantastic. Yeah, I mean, who's to say he's going to be alongside? I mean, you still got Cesar Ruiz, you know what I'm saying? I know that that sounds crazy, but 
they're going to try to like he he's still the starter and he he out of the guys that were on the offensive line last year you gotta admit i mean it may not be saying much but Caesar Reed was the best you know what i'm saying and that include like Ramcheck being out there but you know but hey that's just me but uh when it comes to turner like i said i mean he's bounced around he's played for a few teams but he he has a solid guard and um I don't think that he came to the New Orleans Saints to be a backup. I think he's going to give it everything that he has, but I just think that it's going to end up being that way. But, I mean, Josh, I'll I go ahead and let you finish up uh, your comments, and then I'll get into why I feel like the Saints did what they did on today, if you're watching this on a Tuesday. Um, well, I, I don't know what else to add to that. I, I, yeah, I, I was excited about Trey. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 – I feel like I know he's not maybe exactly what he was or whatever, but like I feel like he's going to be right. really good as long as he like doesn't get hurt or whatever. I mean, you're right; he's not going to be you know an exact Ryan Ramchek type, but I feel like he's you know alongside those guys, you know, right. because so much attention is going to be on Ramchek anyway. You know what I mean? Because it always right. is. Yeah, and, and um, you know, he was a really good like run stopper and everything. So like I I feel like uh. I'm sorry, not run stopper, run run blocker, blocker run blocker. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I this feel a, like uh, he's going to help J uh, Jamal out a lot, you know. And so I think this is, I think that that that's the best pickup that we've had. Probably, I mean, besides Derek Carr, that's probably the best pickup we've had all off season. Really, when you really actually think about like what our actual needs are, right? You know, so that's that's my thought on the matter. Yeah, look. There are two reasons why I feel like the Saints made some of the moves that they made. Yeah, two reasons. I said I, I get into it. I get into it in a, in a few minutes. I, I really feel this way. But when it comes to uh, Trey Turner, um, like I said, man, he's been a solid. He's been a solid guard in the league. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I do feel like one of the reasons. Um, this isn't like the two. I'm really just feel like the re main reasons. But I think it has a lot to do with Andrews Pete. You know, Andrews Pete has not been healthy. He has not been healthy. He has not been able to stay on the field. Uh, a peck here, a shoulder there, a back there. You know, like, so what are you going to do? Like, anybody that, you know, don't learn from their history is doomed to repeat it. And if the Saints don't learn from the mistakes of trying to trust Andrews Pete to be available every single week, it would be a mistake, you know what I'm saying, for them to not be able to ask somebody that can give you something similar to what Andres P did and in some ways be a little bit more aggressive than he is. So I think it has a lot to do with. Andrew Have we tried P. to shop him at all? No, no, they didn't. They, they, they restructured his deal. Um, So technically this is his last year as a new Orleans saint. I don't think anybody's going to be shedding any tears based on how he's played since he's been with the new Orleans saints. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is last year and it, this is like kind of like a prove it thing, not only for him, but also for Cesar Ruiz because the Saints didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So I think what the Saints are doing right now, they are not leaving any stone left unturned. And um, I ain't got a problem with that. Like, stack the team. And we can have these conversations as preseason goes on about who needs to stay, who needs to go. But I'd rather have too many groceries in my pantry than not enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, you got anything else for me, uh, Josh? Yeah, a couple of quick last words. First of all, did you um 
see that I went back and got some, you know, because, you know, I'm on this whole weight loss journey. Right. Um, I'm now 165 pounds down, so I'm getting close to 170. That's uh, did you see me send you the screenshots of the way my face used to look back when I first started calling into the show a few Man, years ago and to the I, way I, my face look now? I saw that. I, I definitely saw that because I, I remember the conversation was about, um, I think you were trying to look for the video of, I guess, like when you first were on the State of the Saints yeah. and you put it up. But yeah, I mean... Look, I, I mean, I already could tell, man, like over the over the years and, you know what I'm saying, like how you look based on how you look now. I mean, you can tell like you definitely put in the work and um, I'm proud of you, man. Like that that's that's tough. Like to to be down over 150 pounds like you are, man, and put that work in. I mean, you should be commended for that, man, because it, it shows the it shows the drive and the determination that you have in order for you to create a different lifestyle for yourself. And that's, uh, that's important, man. And I know you feel a lot happier, uh, with the, you know, with the weight loss. Am I wrong? No, I mean, I definitely got more energy and more life and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I can reach my goals a lot easier. Man, obesity does get in the way of your other goals. You know what I mean? Right. I agree. I mean, um, so there, I mean, because there's a lot that comes with it that slows you down. Um, but I want to bring my final word to Chosen himself. Chosen, I had no idea about the car crash or anything, so I just want to shut you out real quick. Yeah, I'm really glad you're okay. I don't know what yeah. happened with that man, but um, I just wanted to tell you I'm with you, man. And um, like I always tell you, man, many are called, but few are chosen. Kingston. It's all dog around his so, <laughs> so that's my last word, TJ. I uh, appreciate it, Josh. Uh, yep. Call back anytime, man. And, and uh, good to hear from you. Really is. All really right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye. Yeah. yeah Shouts out to Josh, man. Good to hear from uh, such great people, you know, been real contributors to the State of the Saints podcast, uh, been rolling with the show uh, for quite some time. Uh, final soundbite before we get the mic uh, is another Mickey Loomis soundbite. Um Huh. This one is about the roster. Yeah, look, I, I feel good uh, about a roster. I think all of us do. And yet, and you saw, you've seen today, we're still tinkering. You know, we're still looking uh, and we'll continue to look and see, hey, where can we, you know, where can we add? Um, what are our, you know, deficiencies? You know, that's going to be dictated by what happens over the next few weeks in practice and, you know, how guys perform and, and, uh, but yeah, I feel good about where we're at right now. I like the additions that we've made in, in, uh, in every case. And so um, I'm excited, really excited. I can't tell, brother. But anyway, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people are excited, you know, excited about the team, excited about the direction that the team is going in. Um, look, Mickey Loomis is uh, doing what he feel like it needs to be done in order to put asses in the seats in New Orleans. Seriously. Like over the last couple of years, like let come on, man. Let's let's stop faking the funk here. Over the last couple of years, their primary goal, in my humble opinion, has to been to get Saints fans on the side of this new regime. That is the reason why they were doing things that were considered unconventional under Sean Payton. The biggest knock on Sean Payton. Tell me if you heard this before. I may sound like a broken record. He doesn't go after Louisiana guys. He doesn't go after LSU guys. 
Now, all of a sudden, over the years, the New Orleans Saints, over the last two years, have brought in what? Three LSU Tigers, right? Trey Turner, uh, Jarvis Landry, Tyron Matthew, brought in guys, you know what I'm saying, that were hometown guys, right? All, in my opinion, to get people excited about this team. Now, that's, that's just me. Seriously, because we all know, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. Dennis Allen has been, has has sucked as a head coach. He has. And nobody is excited about a guy with a losing record under 500 with way more games lost than one. And what is the best way to get people excited? To give them what they want. To give them what they want. That, that's just what it is. People have been clamoring for LSU Tigers to be on the Saints roster. Check. People have wanted to follow guys who they watched on TV in high school and college to be on the team so they can be excited. That is one of the reasons why you have guys like uh, Merritt, you know, like they, that's from Louisiana, always has the reporters in his face because a lot of those people followed his career throughout high school and college. I mean, give me a freaking break here, man. I don't think the signing of Jimmy Graham is to change the fortunes of the New Orleans Saints. It has much to do, much to do with the fact that this team left a bad taste in everybody's mouth in 2022. Nobody would check it for Saints football. They left us with the worst taste and the worst visual in 2022 a stink of a game versus the Carolina Panthers and the ugliest ass uniforms that you ever going to see in your entire life as a combination. And people needed change and they knew morale was low. So that's why they start signing guys and start bringing in Foster Morrow. I forgot about him. Another LSU Tiger, right? Another Louisiana guy. Like, give me a freaking break here, man. This is about ticket sales and interest. Seriously. Because everybody is kind of lukewarm on Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis. But now, they're the toast of the town. Because they're bringing in guys that we love. Uh, my grandfather used to say something. And um, I think it's from an old commercial that he used to uh, listen to uh, on the radio. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. It ain't fooling me. Y'all got to produce. I don't care who you bring in. I don't care who you bring in. You can bring Lawrence Taylor in, Deion Sanders. Look, it, it don't matter. You got to produce. Because if you don't, then none of this matters. And eventually, people still going to feel the same way they did on the very last game, the very last game of the season last year, watching this team in them ugly-ass uniforms play. What, what did Deion Sanders say? He said, if you look good, you play good. Case in point. Move on to Mike. Mike, how you doing, man? Uh, yeah, I'm doing a lot better. <clears throat> Last good. week was terrible for me. Oh uh, man, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I was trying to go to sleep on that Monday night, mm -hmm. and let's just say I nearly fell into everything I could find. Oh my god! 
Oh man, you gotta go to bed, man. <laughs> yeah, then um I started coughing, and then the next day when I woke up, my ears started hurting. The oh, next man. day I woke up, my throat started hurting. The next day I woke up, my legs started hurting. It was just oh. like it was just like, can you please stop, bro? Oh man. Hey, look, I do to you. I Hey, I had I had a week like that uh, a couple weeks ago, man. I had like a sore throat, snuffy nose, man. It just yeah, it was the worst, man. And it, it and when you have that stuffy nose, it's hard for you to sleep because uh you know you be trying to breathe and stuff like that, man. Then all of a sudden, like you close your mouth and you can't <laughs> and you just pop up because you can't breathe. Like my goodness, man. But how you feeling now, man? Are you doing well? Doing better? I'm doing better. If you can't tell right now, I do sound drunk, but. Yeah, do what you gotta do, as they say. Hey, man. Hey, I'm just glad to hear from you, man. I appreciate you uh chiming in. And uh, what what do you got to uh, say, man? Jimmy Graham coming back to New Orleans Saints, and uh, what do you think about the Saints so far? So first, you know me. When have I? How, every single time I'm on this show, have I ever said something that's not facts? Not not to my not to my knowledge. Pretty All pretty right, accurate so about the things you say. Right now. Uh huh. So some people are like, "Why don't we get Jimmy Graham? Like, mm-hmm. what is he going to do on the field?" And you're missing the point. Okay. Uh, yes, he is 36, about to be 37. He is old. Washed. Yeah. That's <laughs> Come on now. But yeah, the last time. <laughs> but like, people are forgetting that. There's something called veteran leadership, right? True. Like a lot of people wanted us to sign a washed up Julio Jones last year. A lot of people wanted us to sign all of these big name guys who were old and washed up, and yet some people are you crazy? Are you crazy? But go ahead, man. All right. Yeah, and some people like, and I'm like. If you want Julio Jones so bad, then why are you having a problem with Jimmy Graham? Because unlike Julio, Mm. who Mm. tore us up in the past, you have a guy who is great around the facility. He's a guy who, yes, he left the team and everybody started hating him, but that's what you do with everybody when they leave. Good point. Uh, If Drew Brees was going to leave, y'all would probably hate him too. If if Alvin Kamara was to leave, y'all probably hate him too. Like every time somebody leaves, y'all hate him. So like y'all, like and and I hate some people because they left us dirty. Mm. But like if everybody on this roster was to leave, if Tyron Matthew was to be like, like right the second, hey, I know I just played one year, but I'm out, y'all would probably start hating them too. Like, y'all, like, it's not about how they leave us. It's about if they decide to come back, right? And I know we could have came back a few years ago, and I know I never watched them in a Saints uniform. I know that. But last time he played a playoff game, who did he catch a touchdown on? The New Orleans Saints. His last playoff play was literally a touchdown versus the Saints. And I'm not saying – like, because we demolished them that game, so I don't really care. But so, to y'all people that are like, I don't want Jimmy Gra- uh, Jimmy Graham because he left us like that. Hmm. 
So you're telling me if Drew Brees was to come back after, like, say Drew Brees left us in like what, like 2013 or whatever, y'all are saying, y'all are seriously saying you're not going to want him back in this if there's another chance? Be real. Well, you know you're lying. if you say you don't, then you know you're lying. Stop being salty and just accept the fact that he's back, right? Well, I, I don't think, look, first off, uh, we ain't got a choice, you know. Like he, I mean, he already signed the deal. My, I don't have like I'm not one of those people that like that's resentful when guys leave because it's a business at the end of the day. Like teams are going to do what's best for the team. Like if you don't believe me, look what's going on with New York with Saquon Barkley. Why in the world would like honestly, you got Daniel Jones, garbage, trash. But this man got what, like a four-year deal, and yeah, you have Sa- and you got Sa- Saquon Barkley, who basically put the Giants on his back more times than not. Even though he dealt with injuries throughout his career, but when he's up, he's the best player on the team, and they give him a one-year deal. It's a business. Teams are going to do what they feel is best for the team, and I just think that some people. They support the team a little bit too much, which I can understand because players come and go. But you have to understand that this is a business and the team is doing what they feel is best for the team. And yep. it has nothing to do with the player. Like the, And honestly, the players don't negotiate their money. Like the agents do. So if you're mad at somebody, be mad at the agent. The agent job is to make sure that he puts the player in the best position to make as much money as possible and that's what they do so if you're mad about a player not you know what i'm saying want to take a 12 13 million dollar pay cut he'd rather go and take get that 13 million dollars plus for the jets i'm not mad at him i mean yep. because the team is going to do what they feel the team needs to do if that player doesn't perform so I think it's a two-way street. So anybody getting mad about that, um, this that's just childish, you know. Like that's that's not a good way of looking at it. But go ahead, man. Let me cut you off. Yeah, like for example, a guy on the team right now, Michael Thomas, right? Mm-hmm. When he came back his first game against Atlanta, everybody was like, when we were down by 16 points at the end of the game. When Michael Thomas starting started owning AJ Terrell, all the Saints fans was like, "He's back, let's go." MT from 2019 is back. When he gets hurt, they want to trade him. Are you serious? Like three weeks ago, you were praising him, and now all of a sudden he's garbage. At least he's not like one of these other guys who just sit around doing nothing. Yeah. Like y'all gotta realize. It's a player's choice. Like, it would be amazing if we can keep all of our great players forever. Not happen. <laughs> but, like, there's something called cap space, mm-hmm. and it sinks it out. Yep. Oh, like, ah, cap space ain't real. This man speaking that real. Right moves, cap space is real, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Cap space is real. Yep. Yeah, I mean, look. You can't keep everybody. You can't keep all 53 people. Like, you, that, you like, see, like it. it changes. You can't do it, uh, and it's crazy. Like I, some some Saints fans, God bless them, they don't know what the hell they be talking about. Like, 
they just think that people are just gonna be pulling money out their derriere. Like, man, we need to sign them. We like, come on, man, we we need to sign DeAndre Hopkins or whatever like that. Look, I'm a big fan of DeAndre Hopkins. I even wrote an article about the Saints needing to sign this dude. But the money that he was asking for, based on man, his that's age, close, what 12, like, 13 Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, no way. You know, like, like that's no way. cap budget. Yeah. So I mean, you you can't really do it. So. A lot of a lot of people play Madden. They turn the salary cap off, and they think the NFL world works like that, and it does not. It, it does. Well, it'll be amazing if it does. For example, right. uh, like the season before last year, right? Jameis Winston. Everybody was praising him, saying like he's the future QB of the Saints. I was like that too, but now since he played three games last season and played trash, <laughs> now he's trash. <laughs> Answer that one, buddy. Look, I, and, I, I and I'm a Derek Carr fan, and I'm always gonna be a Derek Carr fan, no matter what he goes through. But answer that one, buddy. Yeah, like some some people like the whole Jameis thing was just a mixed bag. Like some people like supported him, some people couldn't look past Tampa. So it's rather you, it, it's it, it's like it's no in between when it comes to Jameis wins. It's rather like you way over here and you support him, or you way over there like get this bum out of my face. I'm not calling Jameis a bum. I'm just saying it as an example. It's it's no it's no gray area when it came to Jameis Winston. It's rather like you were all in or you were all out, right? And that's um that that's just the way that it is. Uh, Mike, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and let you go, man. I got a few more calls to get to, but I appreciate you calling in, man. And uh, good to hear from you, man. And I'm glad you're doing uh, better. Ah, uh, bye. All right, take care, man. Yeah, yeah shouts out to Mike, man. Uh. Yeah, man, that boy voice changing on us, man. Boy getting boy getting getting that baritone voice. <laughs> Shouts out to Mike. Shouts out to Mike, man. But that goes to show you, man, you know, our little guy growing up, man. Um, before I get to prime, man, somebody asked me, and I apologize. Um, but I seen it um on the timeline, and it was about have I seen the NFL top 100 so far? All right. So we're gonna take a little break talking about the New Orleans Saints just for a second. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL Top 100. So apparently they've done 90 to 81. or They've done like, uh, I guess, 100 to 81. Let me see if I can pull up uh, some of the NFL Top 100 here. I I know for a fact uh, Devontae Smith was number 100. What I'm seeing right now is, well, on on here, what I'm seeing is actually uh number 90 to 81 so let me go back a little bit and let me see that let me get for number 100 so for those that haven't been following i have not because i feel like this is hella biased and it's always somebody that deserves to be higher and be low somebody deserves to be on the list and it's not but let me go ahead and read this and once again i apologize if i'm looking down and not looking straight at the camera because i'm actually uh, looking on my laptop here Devontae Smith was number 100, uh, followed by Demarcus Ware, Dallas Cowboy at number 99. You got uh, Tristan Wirfs at number 98, the guard or the left tackle for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Harrison Smith, the, the very talented safety for the Vikings, uh, followed by number 96. Trevor Lawrence makes his uh, debut, uh, had a really good solid season. Uh, Jamal Williams, the New Orleans Saints, uh, you know, uh, number 95, had a really good season. Uh, was the top uh, touchdown uh, rushing leader last year um, in the NFL. You have Terry McLaurin, who is finally uh, starting to uh, show 
that he's talented, uh, dealing with a whole bunch of talent, uh, talent list, trash, pathetic quarterbacks out there in Washington. He finally getting his comeuppance. He finally getting his respect. Then you got Eric Kendricks, who uh, was for the Chargers. Of course, he played for the Vikings. You got Marlon Humphreys, the talented cornerback at number 92. And number 91, you got Delvin Cook. Um, but yeah, I mean, very talented list. Um, guys out there, you know what I'm saying? They're doing their thing. Uh, I'm not mad at it, you know. Um, I think that the list so far, uh, I think it's questionable. I mean, how you put a guy like Jamal Williams in the in what the 90s? Why would you do that? You know, like the fact that this guy was the leading rusher, uh, you know, rushing touchdowns last year, like that's that's nothing to sneeze at. Anytime you lead the NFL in some statistic category, uh, you know, especially when it comes to like uh quarterback, running back, I just feel like you should be higher, man, because it's tough. Uh number 90 is DeAndre Hopkins. Number 89 is Marshawn Lattimore, which I feel like is absolutely ridiculous. Dude is like one of the top cornerbacks, top five cornerbacks in the league, in my opinion. But I, I do think that this probably has a lot to do with the fact that I want to say uh, Laddie Daddy missed about 10 games last year. So I think that has something to do with it. Aiden Hutchinson had a really good, solid rookie season, rookie defensive rookie of the year. Well, no, he wasn't. Uh, he was, wait a minute. I want to say he was like the nfc rookie of the year but yeah then you got lindstrom uh for the atlanta falcons at 87 justin fields at 86 mm, that's kind of like i feel like he should be in the 90s laramie tunzel feel like he should be higher because he one of the best left tackles in football so darius smith did take a step back but still number 84 give me a freaking break uh tyron tyron armstead uh should be higher uh probably wouldn't have made the list if he played for the saints Tua Tagovailoa at 82. Um, feel like that's more of a, a little bit of a sympathy uh, uh, ranking. And then you got Kristen uh, Wilkins. Uh, so you got three Miami Dolphins at 83, 82, and 81. So as far as with the list, I feel like guys can be – you have some guys that can be a little bit higher. Yeah, you got some guys that could have been a little bit higher. Um, to me, once again, I don't think Teron Armstead would even been on the list. Uh, if he played for the Saints, the fact that he played for the Dolphins helped. Uh, Lattimore, uh, I, I can understand why he dropped so low because he missed so many games. Uh, a couple other guys, Devontae Smith, I, I don't feel like he should have been number 100. Should have been like top 70 or something like that. But that's just my opinion. But I, I think that I think it's a I think it's a good list. I think they did a good job because you had a lot of guys on the list and it, it mostly happens this way um like the top like 100 to number 80 always consists of guys who just got into the league unless like that guy has a monster season like i expect a guy like sauce gardner probably be in the top 20 because he had like a monster season he came into the league locking up some of the best talented wide receivers in the, in the game but for the most part, you have guys like um, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, you got guys like uh, Trevor Lawrence. They just got uh, on the list, so I can understand why they're in that position. They got to earn. They got to earn a little bit more. Uh, we're gonna take a few more calls, then we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here, folks. Uh, we're gonna go to Prime. Prime, how you doing, man? I'm doing okay, my brother. How you doing? I'm doing just fine, man. Well, I just wanted to see. Um, Brother Chosen, 
I'm glad I'm glad you are recovering. And just want to say this, my brother. Your ancestors were not ready for you to party with them on the next round. Yeah. yeah I mean, yes, that's that's the truth. Because I've been out of pocket for a couple of months because I was going through some stuff myself, too, but not as bad as chosen. So I'm finally coming out the tunnel of trepidation, yeah. I would say. And the light is not an oncoming train. Right. Yeah, but, it, ain't, it ain't over yet, man. I mean, it, ain't man, over. That, that guy kept him, man. So shouts out, shouts out to Chosen. So I'm gonna say a couple of things about five minutes, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you get back. And I'm glad to see that you're back too. I'm back too. I haven't been talking into calling into your, looking at your show or Q show, and I'm glad to see that Q partnered with some of the other people online, which is beautiful. Right. Because um, I haven't, like I said, I've been dealing with some stuff since March. Right. Yeah, but man. now I'm coming out Sorry, the tunnel. Man. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you a couple of things about the things. Number one, young blood who just got off the phone, Mike, uh, off the off the off the thing. Mm -hmm. Please, 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 don't attack Jameis because Jameis was hurt for two games and then knew that. But I'm I'm not gonna drag into that too long. As far as Jimmy Graham coming back, yeah, that was a media stunt to get more butts for for those people that want to be nostalgic. But I'm gonna tell you right now, he's not gonna be a big part of the offense. He they might get him in a couple of plays, situational plays, because he got some height and some jumping ability when they're getting it in the in the, in the um the red zone a couple of times. But he's not gonna play a lot because yep. the future is Juwan. The future is Juwan because he got he got the jumping skills that would need now. As far as Carr, I was going to say this. Carr, yeah, he's good, but to me, he's not way better than Jameis. And okay. I would like to see the thing. I feel slight about Jameis because I'm a big Jameis fan because I love the young brother because he's down to earth. He has a real good per personality and he just doesn't look like he's phony. But so they're giving him all this talent. They're surrounding him with all these weapons, Carr. They're even bringing um, the former Tampa Bay coach in to help him with the system. I'm going to tell you right now, why the hell they didn't do all that for Jameis? But that's another conversation. I'm just going to say that part. Mm -hmm. But if the Saints, since, since dumbass Dallin, Den Dennis Allen got everything he wants now, anything less than, than one game away from the NFC Championship is a bust. Because I agree with you. I agree with you big time, TJ. This man is a loser coach. Mm -hmm. And you can't get nowhere around it. Yep. I don't care if you put a dress on a pig, it's still a pig. Mm -hmm. yep. And so he, he got everything he wanted. He got everything he needed. Mm -hmm. No excuses. No yep. no excuses. Yep. Because I'm a Saints fan. I've been a Saints fan since 1970. And as far as bringing people back, oh, let's bring back um, Russell Erksleben and put him in punters competition. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would make you laugh, my bro my young brother. I, know, I thought that would make you laugh. Oh my goodness! Hey, for real, like we, we all know, man. Look, we 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 both from the city. We know our people love nostalgia. We love nostalgia. We love, you know, what what used to be, right? 
And I'm the same way. You know, so that's the reason why, Prime, when I touch down in the city, the first stop I make is Cajun Seafood. And then there I stop go. at the corner store, Magnolia. Shouts out to Big Mike, Big Rob. And I get my big shot pineapple. And I get my chiwi, Elmer. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love nostalgia, too. But we, we got to be realistic about this thing, man. Somebody thinking that Jimmy Graham about to be out here looking like Megatron, the 2012 <laughs> Jimmy Graham. Like for real, man. Somebody need to like they, they, they smoking some some hybrid right now. You know what I'm saying? For real. That, like, that, that good like, shit. Right for real. Like they, 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 I don't yeah. know what's going on, but look, leadership, maybe mentorship. You know, a fifty-fifty ball guy in the red zone. Maybe if somebody go down. Yeah, you got me. But thinking that this dude about to go out here and take over a game, ah. Eh, no, nah, that, ain't, that ain't gonna happen. As far as I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you a couple of things because I don't know when I'll be able to talk like this again. Because I know once the season kick off in a couple of weeks, shit, it's gonna be hard to get in. But number, <laughs> number, number one, number one, I want to say is when it comes to car, I hope we make a whole season because I have a funny feeling that we will see Jamins on the field this year. Right. I really do. As far as Elvin Kamara is concerned, I don't think he's going to miss too many games, too, because he basically paid a shitload of money right. for what he did. That was stupid in the first damn place. Right. There's cameras everywhere in Las Vegas. Right. Um, number three, I think the curse of what's – the, what's the commissioner's name again? Which one, Roger Goodell? Yeah, I think the curse of Goodell, Goodell is over with because I really think that – when the Saints won the Super Bowl that year, the Saints was not supposed to win that Super Bowl. And I think when when um Mora went after not Mora went um Payton. Or, when Sean Pete went went for the went for the onside kick, I think it pissed him off because I don't know if I said this to you in the past before, but I said it to on other shows. Go back and look at the ticket tape parade at the end of that Super Bowl. Hmm. The ticket tape was blue and white. Hmm. Because normally, when the winner of the Super Bowl, that's the colors where they rain down, and the colors were blue and white. Mm, that's the colors, yeah. Check that out. So I think I think Goodell might not be on his ass as much anymore because I think he really didn't like um, Sean Payton because didn't Sean Payton even call the referees out a couple of times and called them out? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, not to mention like he was on a competition committee for the for the referees and stuff like that, coming up with the different rules that that uh, NFL teams had to, had to abide by during the season. But, yeah, I agree, man. I mean, look, I, I do think that there was a uh, – they they had an out. You know, they, they had it out for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, some of the some of the penalties, like other teams that get slapped on the wrist, they'll just absolutely, like, just take a glove and just slap the Saints across the face with it, you know what I'm saying, old medieval times style. They just did it all the time, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, everything from – you know, the whole COVID thing, guys in the locker room together, dancing, all that kind of stuff. Nobody got did anything. The Saints, they saw that, and all of a sudden they get fine. Yeah, I agree, man. They, they I feel like they do have their picks and chooses. I I, I do feel like uh the NFL uh they have their stars. Like that's the reason why I feel like how is it uh that Jamison Williams for the Detroit Lions only gets like six game suspension, but everybody else on the team that doesn't have a name like him get suspended indefinitely. Y'all all were doing the same thing. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they they, they do these things, you know, like they they have <clears throat> they have their picks and chooses, the Cowboys and Eagles of the world, and 
the smaller market teams, they just kind of just don't screw care. They just yeah. screw over because let me tell you, another reason why he didn't like the Saints, and I said this before in the past, was because um, Tom Benson didn't support him. Tom right. Benson was trying to get Jim Fix to be the commissioner. Right. And, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this again to mm-hmm. all those car fans out there. Don't be surprised if Carla make it through the whole season and Jameis get in there. But I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. I really, I, I look, look, I love the Saints. I believe black and gold, but I got to be a realist. I'm, I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm from Missouri, my young brother. You got to show me. Yeah, for real. You got to show me now. Man, you, you got everything you, you want. You got everybody. You got coaches. It's like we um, like we Oakland South now or something. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. got everything that you wanted. You got everything in place. And I don't hear no excuses. Well, we need one more year. Oh, no. Because nah. the majority of people you've been having for like the last two seasons now. So you have some familiarity with them. Right. And yeah. and, and, and the way they did James, my thing is two or two, two, three more points I'm going to make and I'm going to go. When shit goes bad and call, do a Jameis and get upset because we're going to see now. what We're going to see if they're going to do to call what they did to Jameis. So let's say call get hurt. Jameis getting to play good games. Remember, y'all, they told Jameis that you can't lose your job because of injury. Because hmm. it's going to come full circle. I know it is. And they're gonna look like such hypocrites. Yeah. I just I just feel it. I just feel it in my bones. I really do. Look, everybody know that Jameis wasn't Dennis Allen's choice. He just wasn't. You know, like he they didn't exactly they didn't want they didn't want Jameis Winston here, like in, in New Orleans. They didn't want him. Like uh that's one of the main reasons why, you know, they basically showed their hand, you know, and, and that whole Deshaun Watson thing last season. And uh, that just tells you everything that you need to know. They did everything that they could. And, right, and, I'm, and also, I'm glad. It, it, it's deeper than that. Bro. Like, think think about this. I want everybody to think about this. Go for it. I don't want to turn this into one of the episodes, but we got to talk about it. The New Orleans Saints were willing to sign a guy huh. who allegedly had 25 five sexual assault allegations <laughs> against him at the time over Jameis Winston. Think about that. Think about that, man. This man was at the time the most controversial figure in the NFL. And the Saints were willing to risk it all for him over Jameis Winston. So anybody that feels like Oh man, you know, like they gave my opportunity. No, 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 no. Jameis Winston was the girl, and I keep telling y'all at 2 a.m. and you just finished leaving the club and you couldn't get no numbers up in there. So I'm about to call this girl right now. I know she probably up, ain't nobody at the crib. That is what they did. Seriously. Yeah. That is what yeah. they did to that dude, man. So anybody that feel, oh man, they gave my opportunity. No, 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 no. This man was on the shortest of the shortest leashes that you can ever get. Seriously. Anybody like anybody that don't want to accept that, you just you just do not like the dude. And you do you're not stupid. You're stupid and small minded. And you do not want to accept the fact that that happened. You're willing to risk logic and truth just to feel right about Jameis Winston and believe that it just didn't work out in New Orleans. 
But in well, reality, it never, it never, it never was designed to. Never exactly. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say these last couple of things, TJ, and I appreciate you. Let me um stay on on this to follow up. Yeah. First of all, first of all, when it comes to, when it comes to Jameis, if I'm not mistaken, now, if I'm not mistaken. I think because I think early in the show somebody had mentioned or I saw somewhere that somebody said that Carl was having problems in the Ray zone. Believe it or not, Jameis was good in the Ray zone. Hmm. Yeah. As long as he's been in the league. Yeah. I also, mean, yeah, yeah, also I, don't, don't forget that Jameis had a winning record with the Saints, even in the seven games that he played. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just the truth. That's just that's just facts. It's the truth, and you know, like I said, man, look, I ain't got nothing against Derek. I actually like him, but all all I'm saying is, when people just come to me and they have these arguments about this dude just being not being good, like all I'm saying is they never really gave him opportunity to get it, put it all together. You know what I'm saying? Like, they never really gave him an opportunity to really just show everybody what they have. He got hurt. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, he didn't really get opportunity to do that. And like I said, you have people out here that are so they just so fixated on being right. Like, they, they'll take it any way they can get. It's like, you know, like, you ever had a guy playing basketball and, you know, the other guy just tearing him up and all of a sudden yeah. like, the guy goes down and he's limping, but he's trying to finish the game. And you end up winning the game because the guy got hurt. That's kind of like how it is. Like I take it any way I can. So there you go. People are willing to accept. Like okay, this dude wasn't good enough. They're not looking at the situation or the circumstance or the fact that the most trash wide receivers that the Saints had on the team had their best number statistically under him. Traquan Smith went over hundred yards with Jameis Winston. Yeah. How many episodes of the State of Saints podcast? How how many countdowns do we have to Traquan Smith news of tra- the, the news of Traquan Smith getting cut by the Saints? How many people have that on their countdown clock right now? And this man got this dude hundred yards, <laughs> you know, a, as a wide receiver. So that there's something there. Like you can say that you know Jameis isn't the best quarterback in the league. But you to say that the guy isn't talented enough to, to actually play in the NFL, uh, man, that that's just that's just not smart. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, TJ. One of t- Jameis Winston is gonna have the last laugh in one of two ways. He's either gonna come in and play real good, or come in for a stretch and play good, and somebody else gonna sign him away, and then we're gonna be stuck without with, with Derek Carr, right? Well, and, and no backups. Could be, could be one of them situations with with the Teddy B. You know, when Teddy uh, Bridgewater was in New York, and uh, he had that really good solid preseason, he was out there balling out, and then all of a sudden Saints call. So, who knows? You know, what I'm saying it could be like one of those situations where Jameis goes out there and performs, plays well, and the last lasting image that you have is Jameis out there, you know, lighting it up. Because that's, right. that's how Teddy B got paid. That's how he got paid. Got the yep. five games against the Saints, went 5-0. and oh, Got paid by the Carolina Panthers. $60 million of guaranteed money right there. So, hey. Oh, man, let's not talk about the that last Carolina game, bro, because I saw some footage where Taysom Hill was wide open in the end zone. Hmm. And Mr. BB Gun checked his short. <laughs> and people were screaming in the video, 
But I'm a, I'm just going to say this one more thing. Brother, at least be strong. And Brother Jerry, we're going to be chopping it up this season, brothers. We will be. The season's round. I'm not going to get too excited about preseason because preseason doesn't mean crap. But I'm going to say this on this. I'm going to leave on this last note. TJ, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't see the Saints winning no more than 10 games if they win 10 games. Mm. Hey, man, uh, I hope that look, I hope that they can win 10 games. I hope they can win more than 10 games. But we'll see, man. We'll see. You know, pretty, pretty, uh, I won't call it easy schedule, but in the eyes of many, it's a relatively easy schedule. And, uh, you know, they got some guys out there that they feel like can help them win. So I hope they're right. I hope they're right, man. I hope they're right. I hope they're right, too. But we shall see. Mm-hmm. And like I said, don't be surprised to see Jameis play a couple of games and light it up. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody, I mean, well, I can't say everybody. You got some haters out there. But me, um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm definitely rooting for Jameis Winston. Um, I, I don't I don't get any pleasure out of, you know, if, if you know, talking badly about a guy or, Saying a guy's not good enough, I don't get no pledge out of that. Some people do, um, but especially think, a brother, especially a young brother like that, that's positive and want to play for your organization. Yeah, right. You want those kind of people because they're gonna go the extra mile for you. Yep. But TJ, you take it easy, and I love the little artwork you got behind you. Even right. though you mess, they mess over your son, bro. They gave your son a five head. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the that was the whole like that was the whole thought pattern behind it, Prime. You know, like is the. the the cartoony thing, man. Shouts out to Lily Cotton, though, man. She does a really good job. She, um, you know, radio station I work at, we go to these different events, and she's always out there um, doing, like, sketch work. So, and I, I like it, but I just think it, it's kind of funny, you know, and he gets a kick out of every time he looks at it. Prompt yeah, bro. Hey. I'm just going to say this and let you go. Enjoy uh-huh. while you can, bro. They grow up fast because my last one is made 18. Man, hey, I, I'm I'm looking at that right now, man. Uh, my, my son just – uh. Yeah, he just started elementary school, man. Uh, he, he got school year round. Um, you going to a charter school out here, man. So it's crazy, man. Walking them in the classroom, but hey, man, I'm enjoying every minute of it, and uh, I, I enjoyed every minute of talking with you, Prime. I appreciate it, man. Call back anytime. All right, man. You be be black and stay strong and stay safe. Hey, man, I got no choice but to stay black, man. <laughs> <laughs> stay safe. I'm going to try to do that, all right? But black, I think I got that under control. Hey, right. one more thing before you leave. Uh-huh. I, I need you to go to um, go to Teachers Pay Teachers and type in brochure. And I got some some um, internet-based workbooks that I'm selling on engineering, welding, and construction and architecture and some might be interested in some of that stuff and you could just do the work and learn about those subjects and everything is internet based you don't even have to have a book okay uh, give me that uh website again teachers pay teachers and my last name is brochard just type in brochard b-r-o-c-h-a-r-d i have a very unique name okay all right i mean yeah i definitely uh check that out man I, i appreciate that man uh definitely uh Knowledge is power. Yeah, definitely never run out of uh, enough literature, man. So it's always, uh, you know, we can always add to that, man. I appreciate you uh, making that kind gesture. All right, man. You take it easy, man. Enjoy the rest of your evening. All right, See y'all. Peace. Yeah, shouts out to Prime, man. Yeah, man. Knowledge is uh, power, man. You know, you can never uh, not know enough, learn enough, you know. But, um, But, yeah, man, look. All in all, uh, with the whole Jimmy Graham signing, um, hey, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Uh, you know, 
Jimmy Graham, people love him. People respect him. You got people that were very upset when he left the Saints. Uh, what the Saints got in return to me, the Saints won that trade. Um, Max Unger was, man, Max Unger was everything that the Saints needed. I wish Max Unger was playing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, no disrespect to Eric McCoy, but Eric McCoy is indeed talented, but he is no Max Unger. Max Unger only gave up one holding call his entire time in the National Football League, if I'm not mistaken. And even if you go back to that play, he wasn't even holding. He, he wasn't even holding on that play. i never forget that because they were making a big deal. Like, he never had a holding play in the NFL. And and uh, I want to say <laughs> Troy Eggman and uh, Joe Buck were doing a game, and it was like he never had a holding uh, play in his entire time in the NFL, and he did have one that time. So, and I think even that guy, you know, wiped off his record or whatever like that. You know, so that's the that's just the way that I feel. Um, but let me go ahead and read some of the comments, uh, and then you know we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Let's go to Charles says, "Are you going to watch the big fight this weekend?" Oh, absolutely, 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 freaking lutely, I'm going to watch that fight. Terrence Bud Crawford is my favorite uh, fighter of the modern era. You know, like in, in Errol Spence Jr. I mean, the guy's super talented. So man, I'm definitely watching the fight. Ain't no doubt about it. Rather, I'm, I'm going to order it or I'm going to go out to Dave and Buster's or something like that. But I'm definitely watching the fight. No doubt about it. No if, ands, or maybe. They they, they getting my money that night. Uh, Lil Man needs a sister or brother, TJ. I, I'm good on that right now. <laughs> i'm good on that right now man we try to we trying to get him on the straight and narrow man we trying to make sure that you know he uh you know he can kind of calm down a little bit he's smart but you know he he, he kind of a busybody, man so we trying to get him together he's trying to get acclimated at his new school so that's the one thing i'm thinking about said so now i feel like i can't come on the show because i was on backstage waiting acting like i did something wrong dalton you did nothing wrong man like okay this is the first show we done um in over a month you know and you had a lot of people that were you know chiming in and we also had you know some content that we needed to put out there i, I tell people all the time and i'm pretty sure you 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 not new to this you definitely not new to this true to this uh i don't do any of this stuff personally you know like sometimes you know like you know calls you know go a little longer or you know, maybe something comes up and I just want to kind of, you know, discuss it. But it, it's nothing personal, man. Don't don't feel that way. You know, and if I if I made you feel some type of way or disrespected, I apologize, man. But it's, it's not like that at all. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sarge. Yes, I'm trying to understand, though, how you live here in Atlanta. But the but a ain't fan. Uh, you must was born and grew up in New Orleans. Uh, I don't know who this is, Fierce ATL lady, but the name of the team is the Saints. And if anybody has anything to do with the Aints, it's the Falcons because they ain't doing a damn thing. Ain't done nothing and I don't know how long, but we appreciate you being here. Like, for real, like, I appreciate you being here. You know, I, I know you want to be around greatness. You know, I know the fact it's been kind of bad for you all over the last four to five years. Uh, You know, that overall record that y'all used to just – Hang over the Saints fans. Hey, y'all no longer have. Uh, the Saints have beaten y'all six out of the last seven times. Uh, Saints came back 16 points down, embarrassed y'all right at home where everybody was so excited. For 
whole and uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium going crazy, thinking that y'all gonna beat the Saints. But the more things change, the more they stay the same. The Atlanta Falcons fans getting excited for three quarters and the fourth quarter, they just let y'all down. But I can tell you what, okay, I guarantee you, there's one one person that will never let you down, and that's me with the State of the Saints podcast because I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Your team is not good, right? The team is not good. I'm not saying that the Saints, you know, have been dominating, you know, uh, you know, as of late, but they've been better than the Falcons. And even though the Saints have got swept by the Bucks, got swept by the Panthers, the Falcons still didn't beat the Saints. So, hey, it is what it is. But, hey, like I said, man, you, you're amongst family and you're definitely among winners, especially when it comes to Saints versus Falcons. We know who dominating that right now. And the damn show ain't the Falcons. Damn show ain't them. But before I get out of here, um, I just want to kind of discuss a little bit about, you know, the month that I took off, uh, why I decided to do that. And this isn't football related. So if people want to say, oh, man, that's, that's enough for the night. I won't get into it. It's fine. Um, but uh, I decided to take some time off. Um, I remember it was the last uh, episode I did, I think was involving Alvin Kamara and the whole, uh, situation. And, um, I don't know, man, I was, I started to develop, um, like a strong case of anxiety and anybody that knows me or follows other podcasts that I do knows that, um, I've dealt with anxiety and depression my whole entire life. Um, especially mostly in my adulthood. And, um, I was at a point where, to be honest with you, I really was considering not doing this show anymore. I, I really was. And it's not just saying this because, you know, the, I want people to, you know, saying feel sorry for me. Please don't. Um, I was thinking about giving it up because I felt like I wasn't, you know, felt like it was, I won't say it was a waste of time, but I felt like I wasn't going to ever get to where I wanted to be. And I think I, I fabricated a little bit about the way that I felt um, when it came to, um, you know, Saints management and stuff like that. When I, I, I started to like get my media credentials and I was able to go to like different places where, you know, I was able to interact with other NFL teams and I was embraced by other teams and the team that I followed, like for some apparent reason, didn't, you know, then embrace me, you know what I'm saying? And I just felt kind of disrespected by it. And um, the fact that I worked extremely hard to attain my media credentials, to polish my craft, to create good content. And for somebody just to tell you that, you know, you can't have this, even though I'm able to go to some of the places where, yeah, I'm talking to some of the biggest names and well-respected reporters in, in the entire sports world. But I can't do that. And I know it has absolutely nothing to do with me as a reporter, as a broadcaster, anything. It has everything to do, in my opinion, is that I don't kiss the team's ass. And if it means that getting credentials or getting into certain circles, even though I feel like I deserve it, and I I hate to sound arrogant about that, but I do because I work my ass off. But the fact that if I have to change myself in order for me to be in a certain spot, 
I decided that that's not what I'm going to do. And, you know, I felt like a lot of, I went back and I watched a lot of my old stuff, a lot of it. And I realized that I was holding back a lot of punches because I was hoping that maybe eventually they'll see, you know what I'm saying, that I'm pretty, I'm pretty well-rounded. But then I realized that that didn't get me where I'm at right now. It is not going to get me to where I need to be. So I decided that I'm going to do this podcast because I love to do this podcast and I'm going to do it the way that I want to do it. And if people don't like it and if they don't like what I'm trying to say, oh, well, but I am always going to be honest and fair to people when it comes to my content, when it comes to my energy, I'm not going to phone it in. I'm never going to do that. I, I step away from this show before I give you any type of lackluster, boring, uninterested, you know, energy when it comes uh, to me. But I know that's a little bit of a long story, but that's kind of like how I felt. I don't feel bad about saying this um, because I'm talking to family. If you're watching this right now, you're my family. So with family, we talk about things. And some of the things, you know, we talk about, you know, is, you know, things that, you know, sometimes we talk about because we're vulnerable. And, um, but all in all, I love doing this show. And I feel like a part of me, the part that I feel like I lost, that I had, well, I won't say lost, but I put down in order for me to feel like I could get in a room. I'm done with that. I'm about to be who I am every single episode. And if people don't like it, it is what it is. But I'm going to be completely honest and 100 with every single person that ever checks out this podcast. And now, you know, I have like a level of energy that I haven't had in a very long time because now I feel like I'm in a right space. I'm in a right place. And, uh, we about to have one hell of a season and we about to have some, some hell of episodes of this, this podcast because I'm not phoning it in anymore at all. So uh, some things that you probably, you know, agree with some things you probably won't, but that's just the way that it goes. And we're going to have a, a hell of a good time. All right. We're going to read some of these uh, comments and then we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. It says uh, better hate it for, who you are than love for what you're not exactly and that's and that's what it was joe you know looking at yourself in a mirror and not liking what you see feeling like you phony and and, and you know nah nah that 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 just wasn't it for me but <laughs> not anymore not anymore says uh yeah we all let's see always bro uh i'm the red-headed step cousin <laughs> Traquan Smith vulnerable too. <laughs> oh my goodness, TJ Joe salute. Uh says uh, we understand, bro. Says that's why you stay humble and keep grinding and keep pushing and never stop. Yeah, I mean, look, the grind that I have now is I I, I hate well, no, I don't. I work. I work better when I feel like I got a chip on my shoulder. And I feel like I got the biggest chip on my shoulder that you ever just going to find. Seriously, I, I have a huge chip on my shoulder right now. And, um, you know, uh, I, I'm a man with nothing to lose right now. That's the way I feel. And uh, it feels great. Like, I feel like 
I feel like the 2018, 2019 version of myself when I was first doing this show, even though like, you know, far as like production and content, it's a little bit better, but I feel the same way, man. I ain't sugarcoating ish no more, for real. We about to get the real deal, holy fear. TJ, again, I apologize for what I said. I mean it like that. Uh, and I'm truly, man, don't say, look, I completely understand, man. I don't want you to feel like that, but I enjoy talking to you. I always, I enjoy talking to you, Dalton. Like, uh, every time you call the show, um, I enjoy talking to you. So once again, like I said, it's, it's nothing personal. I, I know, I know there was a few more individuals that, uh, wanted to be on and couldn't, uh, or, you know, it was taking a little bit too long and I apologize for that. But, you know, like I said, I mean, that. That just a testament to how successful and how this show has grown over the years. Like the fact that uh, we can have shows like that, and um, unfortunately, you know, it happened that way. And I, I apologize, but man, this isn't is not personal at all. Uh, let's see. Uh, familiar with playbook brings good vibe, mentor, and for Foster and Jawan, dope alongside Mike T. Threading the red zone uh, for Tutties, uh, which car? has not uh good numbers with well we can talk about all jimmy graham's good qualities uh you know but in my opinion the dude is washed um and uh hasn't really been good in the last three years but i agree with you like some of the the points that you make as far as like him being um you know a mentor you know for juan and, and foster morrow you know i agree with that but like, I just feel like it's going to be hard for this dude to hit the field, man. Like, seriously, I think it's going to be hard for him. This man ain't out here just running these Chris routes no more and just dominating in the middle of the field and moving the chains on thirds down like he once did, man. You got a lot of these young cats at the tight end position, to me, that is better than him at this stage of his career. But, I mean, it's good that, you know, more than likely this is his last stop and he'll be able to retire with the team that drafted him, but... I don't see I, I see I see a lot of street clothes in Jimmy Graham's future. You know, Jimmy Street Clothes Graham is what he's gonna be called in Bob P. He's gonna be on the sideline with a hoodie on. Cause it's gonna be hard for him to make this squad, man, with these young, these young whippersnappers on his team. Uh thanks, TJ, for being for uh being real. Uh stay true to yourself. Ramsey, I, I have no choice, man. I have no choice. And um, like I said, it 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 took it took a while for me to really just come to that and, you know, realize that was the big issue. But now it's like it is what it is. Now that I address this, I feel like I'm free, you know, and I ain't got to worry about, you know, being disingenuous. Not not to people, like, but to myself. Uh, let's see, Graham just going to be in there practice and uh, he's going to retire during camp. Yeah, it could be a champ Bailey situation. Or, you know, a Patrick Robinson situation. Uh, anxiety is no joke, brother. Uh, what don't kill is make us stronger. Glad you're back, brother. Looking for a kill, uh, some streams from UTJ. Well, I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, Slim South. Yeah, but I had to get away, but I'm back, man. I'm better. And I'm um, looking forward to this, to this uh, season. But uh, I want to say thank you all for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you to everybody that chimed in. Thank you to everybody that, uh, you know, support the show. Shouts out to Roderick for donating. Uh, shouts out to, uh, you know, Josh, uh, Jerry, Chosen, um, Prime, uh, Mike. I'm trying to remember everybody that called in. Uh, 
Eric, you know, charge it to my head, not my heart if I ain't mention you. But uh <laughs> but thank y'all, man. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody that uh that that chimed in. You know, when I put I put the uh, short video out just about my whereabouts, you know, I just never realized how much this show meant to a lot so many people. And um it almost it just made me extremely emotional just just looking at some of the comments and just some of the, the well wishes that people put out there. You know, I'll I tell y'all a story and then we'll get up out of here. Um, you know, some of you are probably familiar uh, with the Three Stooges. Uh, some of you, you younger uh, viewers probably don't know who that is. Uh, probably heard about them, but not sure. Uh, but the Three Stooges, they were a trio um, that, you know, were performing in vaudeville. And um, they ended up like getting a, a deal with Columbia Pictures and they made all these different shorts that consisted like 18 minutes and, Every single year, um, their their producer Ted Healy uh, would come in and threaten and say, "Oh man, they about to shut down the studio, gonna shut down the studio." And they used to do these things to kind of lowball them, you know. And they didn't realize, you know, that this guy was lowballing them every time. And uh, they had like a good little run, and then all of a sudden they start to go on the road once the the shorts ended, and. I remember Mo, uh, who was the leader of the Three Stooges, he said he was standing behind the curtain. He was so nervous to look, you know, behind the curtain to see the audience. And he said he just wanted to wait till the curtain opened. He said, and when he opened, they opened the curtain, he seen all the people that was in there. It was standing room only. He said he had people all in a, in a balcony. And that's when he realized that he was had. You know, and I'm saying that to say this, like he, he didn't understand the magnitude of how successful and how much what they did meant to so many people. And I don't think that I understood like how much this show and, you know, meant to so many different people. And um, I almost feel like kind of selfish for like trying to, you know, end it. And uh, I pre like I say much love to everybody, man. It, it, you all don't know how much that meant to me. And I, I really appreciate that. Uh, but thank you for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. I really do appreciate it. Previous episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. You can follow me on Twitter at TJAYJones8. Um, and uh, also you can check me out on the Belly Up Media Network. Shouts out to those brothers over there doing really good work. And uh, looking forward to um, talking about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the first day of practice starts tomorrow. If uh, I'm not talking to you, but um, yeah, if you're, you know, we're going to be talking about Saints training camp. We're going to be breaking that down. And I hope that everybody um, stays safe, man. Everybody stays safe. Everybody stays happy. Um, and uh, we about to do this, man. I'm excited about it. Till next time. All I got to say is who that praise God, bro. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good.